The holiday of Pesach is associated with the theme of Chedus, the theme of freedom. What does it mean to be free? Furthermore, every day there's a mitzvah to remember going out of Egypt. The man Every day we need to remember going out of Egypt. If so, what is the purpose of the Pesach Seder? How does the going out of Egypt on the night of Pesach differ from the mitzvah to go out of Egypt daily? It's important to note that Hasidus explains the concept of Egypt, Mitzrayim, etymologically means borders and constraints, Mitzar Ugvul. And going out of Mitzrayim means to leave your limitations, to leave your borders. And therefore, every day you have the mitzvah of going out of Mitzrayim. Every day we have the mitzvah of leaving our limitations. And therefore, today's Cherus, today's freedom, is tomorrow's Egypt. Because each day we have to grow, and each day we need to accomplish more and more. This is true in general. But how do we define the mitzvah of going out of Egypt on the night of Pesach? And furthermore, why do we say that God took us out of Egypt with a mighty hand? Why does God need to take us out of Egypt with a mighty hand? God is infinite. Furthermore, God told Abraham, your children will be in a foreign country. They will be slaves. 400 years. And after that, they're going to be redeemed. If so, why does God need to make all these miracles to take us out of Egypt? Theoretically, after 400 years, the gates should drop, the doors should open, and the Jews should walk out of Egypt. Why do we need all this fanfare? Why do we need all these miracles? What is the purpose behind all of this? How do we define the concept of Chedus? There are two aspects to Chedus. There are two aspects to freedom. One is emancipation. And number two is freedom. What does that mean? We find a halacha, we find a law in the Rambam. The Rambam tells us, pertaining to Jewish slaves, that in the year of Yovel, in the year of the Jubilee, on Rosh Hashanah, on the holiday of Rosh Hashanah, these slaves are freed. However, they are not permitted to go home. After Yom Kippur, when the shofar is blown, then they are permitted to go back home. In other words, there are two levels, there are two stages to freedom. One is that you are emancipated, you are no longer a slave, you are no longer in servitude, but you could still have slave mentality. You could still be in your own mind, incarceration. As the famous expression goes, you can take a Jew out of Egypt 
but it's more difficult to take Egypt out of the Jew. And then you have the second stage, and that is freedom. And that is to think big. That is to create plans and goals. That is to be an entrepreneur and developed into the future. Every day we have the mitzvah of going out of Egypt to leave our limitations of the past. However, when we come to the holiday of Passover, we are reminded and we have the obligation to speak about the miracles that God performed for us. Going out of Egypt is only the emancipation. That's leaving your borders. It doesn't mean that you're truly free. It doesn't mean that you're now entering into the next level of freedom. And therefore, the mitzvah and the miracles that God performed on the miracle and the holiday of Pesach was that he created all of these nisim v'neflois. The word nes, the word miracle means to lift up. Not only did God take us out of Egypt, which was a promise to Abraham, but he also, with a mighty hand, gave us the ability to truly be free. And that was through the miracles, through elevating us to a new reality, to think ahead, to be prosperous, to be successful, and to think in a way of a free man. This is the holiday of Pesach. This was the miracles of Passover. And this is why God took us out with a chizik yad, with a mighty hand. Because God only promised Abraham that he would allow us to leave Egypt. He would emancipate us. He didn't promise Abraham he would give us freedom. This was a gift. This was the miracle. This was the mighty hand that God used to take us out of the land of Egypt. And so every year on Passover, we are obligated not only to remember the leaving of Egypt, but we have the obligation to talk about the going out of Egypt. In other words, to talk about the miracles that God performed, to talk about the wonders that God performed, to remind ourselves that we need to think freedom, that we need to go to the next level. And regardless of how much we accomplished up until now, it's not enough. I celebrated Passover last year. I celebrated Passover the year before. I celebrated Passover for the last 50 some odd years. So why must I celebrate Passover again this year? Our mystics, the great rabbis of the Kabbalah and Chassidus explain, every year on Pesach there's a new light. Every year on Pesach there's a new energy. It's not simply a recording or a review or a memorial of what happened years ago. But every year there's a new opportunity. Every year we need to grow. Every year it's a new Passover. And this year there are new miracles. This year there are new expectations. This year there are new heights. And that is the meaning of freedom. Not only to leave your Egypt, but also to acquire new heights, to plan new goals, and to think about the future. This idea is also expressed in the three names of Pesach. If you look into the Torah, the Torah calls the holiday of Pesach Chag HaMatzos, the holiday of Matzah, 
when we eat the unleavened bread. However, if you look into the men of the great assembly, when they established the tefillah, when they established the prayers, they called Pesach Zeman Cheiruseinu, the holiday of our freedom. And in the later generations, we call the holiday Passover, Pesach. What is the difference between the holiday of Matzah, the holiday of Pes- of freedom, and the holiday of Pesach? The Rebbe explains that the holiday of Pesach was the birth of the Jewish people. When God took us out of a nation and made us into a nation, as Ezekiel the prophet tells us, we were a newborn child. And so the same is true spiritually that we are now leaving Egypt. We are leaving the state of slavery and we are moving on to a state of freedom. It's a rebirth, a new birth. And therefore there are three stages. And these three stages could be understood like a student before a teacher. As you know, that the entire purpose of God taking us out of Egypt was, as the Torah tells us, I'm taking you out of Egypt so that this nation shall serve me on the mountain. In other words, that they will receive my Torah and follow my Torah. And there are three steps. Number one is when a student enters into the classroom, when the student enters into the home of the teacher, he needs to be in a state of humility, to realize he knows nothing. If a student walks in, I know everything, there's no way for the student to learn. If the student is a full vessel, full of knowledge, and is not humble, does not create a space to learn more, the student can learn nothing. And so the first step is total humility. As the Gemara says, I know nothing. I'm excited to learn. I want to learn. That is the level of bitul, the level of nullification. And then step number two is the student needs to listen and needs to understand what the teacher is saying. It's good to be an empty vessel, but the vessel has to be a complete vessel. It cannot have any cracks or holes in it because then the knowledge will seep out. So now you have to be ready to learn and focus on the teachings. But then there's a third step. Not only do you acquire the knowledge and understand the knowledge, but the knowledge takes you to the next level that you're able to reach the knowledge of your teacher. As it says, that you begin to really understand the depth of your teacher's knowledge as well. And the same is true with the Jewish people. We came out of Egypt. Step number one, we will do and we will listen. Unconditional subservience to Almighty God. This is the concept of Chag HaMatzois, the holiday of matzah. Matzah is le- unleavened bread. It's flat, represents humility. If the 
matzah grows, if it becomes haughty, if you wait too long and there is yeast in the matzah, it's chametz. You cannot eat it on Pesach. The first step is matzah. The first step is humility, to be able to be a student of Almighty God. After we have this matzah, after we have the initial step of total humility, then we move on to Zaman Chedusenu, the holiday of our freedom, the holiday of our redemption. As it says in Ethics of Our Fathers, Ein ben Chedin, if you truly want to be free, you need to study Torah. What does that mean? What does it mean I have to study Torah to be free? Maybe I want to be a good person without studying Torah. But the answer is that the DNA of every Jew is that we are connected to God. And therefore, our soul thirsts for Torah. Our soul thirsts for knowledge. If a Jew does not study Torah, it's like a fish without water. You cannot survive. The Talmud tells us in the Tractate of Sota that Pharaoh put the Jews through rigorous work. Avodas Perach. What was Avodas Perach? He changed the men to do the work of women and made the women do the work of men. Pharaoh made different talented people do different arts, do different types of labor that they were not used to. And because they had to do a different type of labor, this became very difficult. When a Jew does not study Torah, this becomes avedas perach. This becomes our rigorous labor because this is not who we are. If you went to yeshiva, if you didn't go to yeshiva, it doesn't change your DNA. It doesn't change your soul. It does not change your essence. And so the second step is to learn Torah and to acquire Torah knowledge. This is the way you will experience true freedom. And finally, we call the holiday Chaga Pesach, the holiday of Passover, to jump over, to go beyond our limitations, to go beyond nature, but to go into the realm of miracle, to go into the realm of wonders, to go into the realm of God himself. And that is acquired through the study of Torah, because Torah is God's knowledge. God is infinite, and the Torah is infinite. And by studying the Torah, this gives us the power to leave the physical and to enter into the spiritual, to leave the finite and to enter into the infinite. We find a beautiful teaching of why it says in the first of the Ten Commandments, I am God your Lord, that took you out of the land of Egypt. Comes the question to mind as many of the commentaries ask, if God wants to prove himself, if God wants to make his mark on the Jewish people, he should have said, I am God your Lord, that created the universe. The universe is much larger than Egypt. The universe is greater than Egypt. Why simply say, I am God, your Lord, that took you out of Egypt? And Chassidus says, the answer is as follows. Almighty God tells us, I am giving you my Torah, you know why? To take you, every individual, out of your Egypt, out of your limitation. If you truly want to become immortal, if you truly want to be infinite, 
if you truly want to ascend beyond everyday life, the way to do this is Torah. That is my gift to you. And so this is the miracle of Passover. This is the gift of Passover. Not only did God take us out of emancipation, not only did God take us out of Egypt, but God also gave us the gift of freedom that never again should we be slaves, never again can we be slaves, even if we are taken into slavery, even if we are put into prison, even if we are conquered by another nation. We will always be b'nei chorin, we will also always be free people, because God gave us the Torah. We are beyond time, we are beyond space. The previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Yishev Yitzhak, once said that the guf, the body of a Jew, could be in exile, but the soul of a Jew is never in exile. This also takes us to a beautiful insight pertaining the very first Pesach Seder. We are told in the Torah that the night before they left Egypt, God told them to have the first Seder. But there he said to them the following. You should know when you sit down at this Seder, you should have your belts around your waists. You have to have your shoes on your feet. You have to have your walking staff in your hand. Why do you need to have this belt around you? Why do you need to wear shoes? Why can't I wear slippers? Why do I need a walking stick? Where am I going? And the Rebbe explains as follows. That Passover, the mitzvah of redemption, is really a three-step reality. Number one is, Masnechem Chagurim, you yourself have to leave your own Egypt. And therefore, by putting this belt around your waist, you are bringing all of your attention to bring all of your eser koiches hanefesh, your ten attributes of your soul, together to one core, to one focal point, to be able to leave your own Egypt. But that's not enough. You cannot say, I did my job, I left my Egypt. Number two is, Nalechem Raglechem. You wear your shoes to leave your house, to walk down the street to other people. You have to bring the message of Passover, the message of freedom, the message of Torah to your neighbors as well. And then finally, you need to have the walking stick. The walking stick is to go far distances, to go to far places. You may say, okay, I'm obligated to take care of myself. I have to have the Pesach Seder. I have to have the wine. I have to have the matzah. But why do I have to worry about my neighbors? Says the Torah, no. Your neighbors also have to have freedom. You have to care about your neighbors and think about your neighbors. You are responsible for your neighbors. But what about the Jews on the other side of the globe? What about the Jews in another country? Says the Torah, you need to take that walking stick because you have to travel far distances and impact and inspire Jews across the globe as well to show them the beauty of Yiddishkeit, to show them the beauty of the holidays, to teach them the powerful lessons of Pesach and redemption. And so, this is the meaning of freedom. Number one, not only to be emancipated, but to think big, to think about the future. Number two is, not only to redeem yourself, but to redeem others. And thirdly, not to remain within the realm of the finite, 
but to actually access and enter into the realm of the infinite. A story is told by Rabbi Avram Twersky Olavashalom that his grandfather, the Baba Rebbe, was once in Frankfurt. And he entered into the house of Baron Rothschild. Baron Rothschild told the Baba Rebbe, You know, I am so fortunate. I am so lucky. I am so wealthy. I have another house. And that other house is my Pesach house. I don't have to clean it for Passover. I don't have to prepare it for Passover. It is Passover all year round. All I do is I pick up my suit and my shirt and my family and we walk over to the other house for Passover. And the Baba Rebbe told him something very powerful. The Baba Rebbe said something very beautiful. He said, you know, Chametz represents your ego. Chametz represents the Yetzirah, the evil inclination. Chametz represents the powers of darkness. Every Passover, we have to search for the Chametz. Every Passover, we have to get rid of the Chametz. Because every Passover, we have to climb higher and higher. And therefore, there's no kuntz, there's no genius simply to walk over to the other house that's already Pesach dik. And therefore, there's no work for Passover. That's not the objective. The objective of Passover is to rid yourself of this ego. The objective of Passover is to rid yourself of this chametz. The objective of Passover is to rid yourself from all of this evil and from the Yetzirah, the evil inclination. And even though you did it last year, and even though you did it the year before, but this year you're a year older, and you're a year smarter, and you're a year more knowledgeable. And therefore God expects from us this year to be better and stronger and faster and more successful than the year before. Ultimately, when we sit down at the Seder, we have to remember that the Seder is not only about the past, it's about the future. And as long as we are still in Golos, as long as we are still in exile, as long as one Jew is still suffering, we are truly not in freedom. We are truly not emancipated. And so we hope and pray that this year as we sit in the Seder, we think about the Geula, the ultimate redemption. And we believe in the ultimate redemption. And we trust in the ultimate redemption. And we hope and pray that this year, Pesach, we will be in Yerushalayim, Irakoidish, together with Mashiach, to truly eat from the Paschal Lamb. And to truly eat together with all of our families, throughout all the entire world, with the coming of Mashiach speedily in our days.